Hello. Hello. How are you? Was, I'm good. I was just sitting here debating who should go first, and you are here first. So, all right. <laughs> How are you? I am. I'm doing okay. I'm get getting over a marathon week and a half of being sick. So that's why I'm not doing video right now. I'm still recovering a little bit. Gotcha. Have you, just out of curiosity, I was just thinking about this. Have you found that like the people around you are getting grumpier and grumpier? Is that a, <laughs> is that a thing because of the sun or something? Like everyone in my orbit is, I'm not saying you, uh -huh. this is not. This did not come from your comment. This was just from my brain earlier. But I feel like I'm having to expend so much more energy just to like take care of myself and stay in a good place. Is that yes, that yes. I definitely feel that to be true. I have some friends who are going through a lot and I feel like I've spent more energy in like that supportive role and things like yeah. that. And then I'm having to like pour into myself more and I'm realizing, yeah, that's a pattern like every fall. That's what I'm thinking too. And I'd never noticed it before. And mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, this feels very familiar. I think mm -hmm. this has happened before. So thank you for affirming that for me. I appreciate it. Oh yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Is there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about today? Or did you, are you just here in a, let's figure out what needs to be next capacity? Um, yeah, I feel like after the last 12 days, I'm needing like a pep talk because mm. in terms of practical steps, I could just refer back to our last call and um, start working on the thing, like where I left off basically. Right. But it's like me and my family were playing the the world's least fun game of musical chairs with like <laughs> ear infections and eye infections and all of that fun stuff. Yeah, I'm just like, there's a part of me that's like, oh, well, I'm so thankful that my schedule is flexible enough that I could take care of my family and myself as needed. And then there's the other part of me that's like, oh, I missed out on so much. I feel so behind. And while I know those things aren't true, I just keep circling yeah. back to that place in my mind. And um, like I had scheduled a workshop uh, to go to, like within my assignment of finding local events that interest me. I was so excited to go to this fall floral workshop to arrange like a cute little thing. Um, oh, sounds fun. Yeah, it sounded really fun. And I was like, oh, that'd be such a fun place to maybe meet other ladies, but it just didn't happen. I had to cancel. Um, yeah. I didn't get to start on my butterfly studies. It's just been all of those things that I'm just kind of feeling down. I get it. I've, I've been feeling similarly because I, I've been working on this new content plan for myself where I will be regularly putting out content like from me, not from my VA promoting things that I've done, mm -hmm. but like my from the heart kind of content where I can connect with people and all of that. And I've been having a really hard time getting it done because things just keep coming up. Mm -hmm. And so I've been feeling that same, like, oh, but it's, it's just not working. I'm not like, I haven't been able to get there and that's discouraging. 
And the other thing that I was thinking about this morning was, I keep referring back to this just because it's a big part of my life right now. But I, um, five, four or five days a week, I've been doing strength training. And the thing that that's really imprinting on my mind, and while I'm doing that, I'm, I'm not really doing it to lose weight, but I'm also like stepping on the scale every day just to see what's happening. And as I'm doing that, I see my weight go like this. Mm-hmm. But I, as I look at the pattern over time, even though it's like minuscule, it's starting to go like this. And so as I, every time I go back up, I'm like, like, is this doing anything? Like, what's the point of doing this? But then I see that it's the habit, the small steps that you are imprinting and doing over and over and over that actually make the difference. Because if you are trying to go in and say, okay, here's all the things I'm going to do. And I'm going to implement it perfectly. Sometimes you can do that. Sometimes you have the willpower and the stars align and people don't get sick. And other times it doesn't. Let's go with the majority of the time. All of that stuff doesn't happen. You might get some pieces and parts of it done. But when you can start to make these little changes, little habits that. I really want to talk about habits. Habits are not. Okay, I'm going to do it a couple times and then it's a habit. A habit is something that starts to become second nature. Mm-hmm. And so if on the regular, this strategy that we've worked on for you was implemented, meaning I'm going to keep checking Facebook to see if there's any new classes I want to show up for. Mm-hmm. When things work out, and I'm going to try to make them work out, they're not going to work out every time, but when things work out, I'm actually going to go to those classes. So that's like one habit, right? Looking for them and going when you can. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to layer on top of that once we get that kind of going. Okay, I'm going to start practicing talking about my art with these people. That's Mm -hmm. a second habit that has to get into place. And so think about this, not like a sprint. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's kind of hard to do. It really is because we want things to change and we want them to change now. Yep. And as we start to implement these habits, we will notice, oh, I got a a win that I wasn't expecting to get. That's kind of cool. But then we're like, oh, but I don't know where where my next win is going to come from. But you kind of do because you're you're doing it over and over and over and those add up and start compounding. So one of my clients has created a habit of applying for a festival or a show or something once a week. She does not get accepted to all of them. She doesn't sell things at all of them. But guess what? Her income, even when she feels like, oh, this isn't really working because not everything gets you that immediate gratification, but her income is doing this. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not about the immediate, I didn't get things done this week. It's about, okay, I didn't get things done next week. How can I do it again next week? And if I fall off next week, how can I do it the next week? It's just about starting to make these concrete steps instead of what really normally happens is we go, oh, it didn't, well, let's assume you did go and you talked to some people and you didn't make any immediate sales off of that. You might go, oh, well, it didn't work. I need to change strategies. Mm. So instead of layering on top of each other and compounding, you just start going here to here to here to here to here and you never start compounding. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you've done this. I'm just talking from experience of myself and clients and what happens. How does all that make you feel? It's definitely what I needed to hear. Um, and you using the example of strength training uh, was really helpful because I've seen that uh, trends myself with my physical um, um, routine in terms of exercise. Mm-hmm. So it's good to keep the big picture in mind in terms of like being consistent. And that's not necessarily a daily thing, but it's more of a habit over the long term. And um, I think underneath that umbrella of this conversation is this one mindset shift I need to make, which is like, Years ago, I heard this thing that just stuck with me, which is like, oh, if you don't post on social media, if you don't send an email, um, and it's been a couple of weeks, then when you start again, you have to start all over. And I'm just like, oh no, I haven't sent an email. <clears throat> Everybody forgot about me. And I need, I know I need to let that go because I'm not a machine. Yes. I hate that. I I guess I'm going to call it advice. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, it makes you feel like shit. Yes, it does. Um, I, I've gone through a major content slump this year. Mainly because I tend to do this. I'm like, I'm going to try this strategy or this strategy. And I could just go back and forth between two. And as you guys know, I'm big on content marketing and I'm big on relationship marketing. And I've been doing a lot of relationship marketing and it's been working. And because I've only been really focused on this, I haven't been putting out as much content as I should. And in return, that means, yes, I have this strong core group, but I'm not bringing in as many new people. I'm not starting new relationships. I'm not forming new fans. And so I can, I can see the future. <laughs> What's going to happen is I'm going to hit a slump where I've used, used up, for lack of a better word, what I've got my, um, my, what's a good way to explain this? all of this stuff that I've put into this, at some point it's gonna hit a cap for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to go back over here, and which is why I'm trying to start this now. 
get back into that content so I can break that cap back open. I'm saying that because there has been so much advice out there that says you have to post consistently. You have to email once a week. You have to do at least three posts a week. And if not, your business is going to crap. If you are solely relying on content marketing, that may be true. Not crap, but it's going to take more time to build it back up. When you are doing both, when you're doing what I'm teaching you, that relationship side and the content side, they work together. And so if you miss a little bit of content, it doesn't really matter. If you go through a big content slump and you don't put out any content, that starts to affect things. But that's not what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. And to be fair to myself, I'm going to give myself a little props. I started a podcast. That's content, mm-hmm. right? And that's oh, yeah. probably more effective content than I could have put out in Instagram posts. So it's about where is the energy? What do you want to do? What's showing you that it's working? How could we put more energy there and less energy in the other places? Yeah, that makes sense. And when I started this new chapter with my artwork, I told myself that I wanted to give from a place of overflow. Yes. And I'd like to keep that promise to myself. I don't want to shift into like burnout mode. And I just can sense it when someone is putting something out there because they feel like they have to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My Instagram looks like that full show. And even when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I'm so bored with this right now. (laughs) Which is sad. But it is. That's what it is. So my habits that I am putting out content for five or six years now, I just kind of went for a second. But what I'm relearning is putting stuff out that that I care about, that I really want to say that that feels good to me in a way that feels good to me. And that's not something that I'm just going to be able to switch on overnight. It's something I'm going to have to keep going. Oh yeah. It's time to sit down and do my content. Oh yeah. What is my content going to be? Oh yeah. I got to make that video or I got to make that podcast or I got to make that whatever it is. It's something I'm going to have to put on my calendar I'm going to have to honor that time in my calendar and all of those changes don't happen right at once. But if I keep saying I'm going to do it, oh, I didn't get all three things I wanted done, but I got one of them done. That's progress. That's the upward. That's like this, this thing. Yeah. Where it starts to go up and up and up. Okay. And then it becomes a habit and then it's good. And then it's okay. Cause you don't really have to think about it. It just gets done. Yeah. The do the thing that you do have to consider with habits is is this habit still serving me? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this for a reason or am I just doing it because I've always done it? Yeah, that's a good thing to keep in mind. I will say that despite being a kind of lackluster week, I had a really big win, which is I had a one-on-one coffee with a mom friend from my kid's school. She invited me 
and we had the most wow. wonderful conversation. We got to a point where she showed me an affirmation that she wrote for herself. And oh, I wow. like, yeah, my jaw was on the floor because it sounded like almost exactly like the one I wrote based on your training. So I showed mm-hmm. her and we both like started tearing up. I was like, oh, this is the best. So yeah, it was a great connection. And um, so yeah, that's a win. <laughs> but um, I wanted to circle back to- Hold the- on, pause. Sure. Pause. One of the habits that we were making for you, if I remember correctly, and we're doing this with someone else in the group too, but um, you were going to ask people to model for you. Yes, I see it. Yes. I'm not crazy. Did you? I brought it up to her and mm-hmm. she she was like, excited about it and so that's going to be my next um ask it didn't feel like the right time in that moment to be like you want to model for me now but um right yeah see look that's a huge win yeah it does it may or may not you said it did feel big and I'm so glad that you said that but you had this week where you're like I couldn't get anything done Mm-hmm. If I could have picked one thing for you to get done, that would have been the thing. Yeah. You made a really strong connection with someone that is new to your orbit, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. You have multiple places, connection points. You really had a nice, deep, lovely conversation where you're like, okay, we're probably going to be friends. Mm-hmm. Like, just gonna happen mm-hmm. and you know your next step is I really want to ask her to be my model which kind of already did but like cementing that making yeah. a plan out of that yeah if you did something like that once a week you are going to see whether or not she buys that portrait of herself if mm-hmm. you could have one good coffee chat with somebody once a week, ask them to model for you and make their portrait. And you did that once a week, your income would start increasing quickly. In a way that feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. So whether that's one coffee or one class or one, let's see, um, one, I don't know what what we wrote down was classes, find classes to attend. There were about spiritual or personal growth, working on yourself or intention or creativity. We didn't write that down, but we're going to put that on there. Yeah. That is your habit I want you to prioritize over all else. So that, mm-hmm. those couple of steps. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do need to probably find one good content habit to attach to that. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing, and but like I said, the coffee or class is priority one. Yeah. Content is priority two. Okay. And the painting goes with priority one. Yeah. And that's such a good way of thinking about it. 
I needed that reframe. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And How so, are you feeling now? <clears throat> I feel better. That was all very grounding and it helped me to recenter. So I appreciate that. Um, so with all of that in mind, I'm thinking about the um, workbook that I shared with you on, yeah. um, on Slack. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that because I, I love your suggestion of like sharing that with um, kind of in the background with people that I'm connecting with one-on-one. And I- You know, sorry, something sure. just popped in my head and tell me if this is where you're going or not. Um, mm-hmm. You had said something about possibly selling it. And I said, well, we kind of need to do all these things to make it work better to be able to sell. But what you could do Mm. You could put it up for sale and then not care if it actually makes any money, but give Mm -hmm. people that model for you a coupon code for it. So it could be like a thank you gift slash another touch point that um, could be really nice. As opposed to just gifting it to them. I mean, you can gift it to them too. Well, however you want to do it, but like keeping that gift in your back pocket that you're like, you know what? really like you and I just want to I want to give you something mm-hmm. whether that's I modeled for you or whether that's uh you know you told me you're having a really hard time and I have this resource that I think could be really great for you are you interested I would love to gift it to you yeah I love that and I love the idea of like I can put it up for sale on my website and just not really mm-hmm. care about it because then that takes the pressure off. I don't want to right. create a whole content plan around like self-care and things like that. It's not really um, what I'm passionate. I, I, I don't talk, like talking about self-care in that way. In other words, like yeah. when I was creating it, I was in a different headspace yeah. than where I am now. Yeah. But I think it's useful still. That's kind of why, like what I do with the treasury, Mm. I very rarely talk about it and I don't really care if it sells because like $27. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. Universe adds up. Mm -hmm. It does, but I don't, I don't imagine it ever being a mainstream of income that significantly impacts my bottom line. I'll get a sell sale. Oh, I can't say that. I get a sale come in every once in a while for it. And that's great. But if I put all of my energy into promoting it, I wouldn't feel like it was an equal exchange of energy. And Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't, love doing I wouldn't really want to do it maybe at some point I'll change my mind and I'll be like you know what this month I really want to focus on the treasury and I want to like bang out some content and get everybody in there because it's a great resource Mm -hmm. but I'm not there right now and it sounds like you're in that same place but yes to somebody it's there Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to like go deeper with me, but they're not ready to work with me, it's there. Like there's all these different reasons why it is there, even though I don't try to sell it. Right. And, you know, it could be great to have that in my back pocket for um, weeks like last week where I don't have the energy to like sit down and make some more at work or, or things like that. 
I could just send a quick email with like a little story and that links to that resource. Like, by the way, I have this available if you want it. Um, So I like that. And every once in a while, I'll come up with some resource that I want to give people and I'll do it for free and I'll put it in my content and I'll say it might cost later or um, usually it costs or something like that. But I just want to give it to everybody for free. Mm-hmm. And it's like a generalized sprinkling, which is, you know, not as effective as giving it to someone individually, but sometimes I just like want to give. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, so then how, how much, like, what should the price point be for something like that? I like the $30 range. Okay. Makes it feel like if you give somebody that's some, something that's worth 10 bucks, it's not a, it's not quite as Special. generous as mm-hmm. if it's a little bit more than that. Um, and again, our main goal is not for it to sell itself. Mm-hmm. And so the price really isn't all that relevant. Okay, that like, makes sense. I mean, yeah, the, the $30 price range feels good, like $27, like the treasury. I was thinking 27 too, but I didn't want to say it because that was my price. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Okay, awesome. And then make your coupon code something like, because I love you, or something like that. Uh huh. I mean, like something cute and personal. Because you're awesome. Uh, You could, if you really want to take it to the next level, you could make individual coupon codes because Jessica is awesome. Send it out. (laughs) But that's, another step that you do or don't have to do. So I don't, I don't think we've gotten to this point yet, but inside of the nurturing month, I really like you to have some things that you can pick from in order to go to your list and nurture. This should be one of those things. So just for the back of your mind, like when you're thinking about building those relationships just like we were talking about this whole time Mm -hmm. just having that in the back of your mind is something that I can give to someone to make them feel special in like a one-on-one capacity because you said list however you want to do it okay gotcha well I love that my past self created this resource because now it's gonna yeah (laughs) yeah that was so good of you I appreciate that (laughs) Definitely. Sometimes I like to just go through my Google Drive because I don't even remember what's in there. And I'm like, ooh, uh-huh. that's cool. Ooh, look at that. Hey, <laughs> I'm awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I think I have any of that stuff until I go digging for it. So, uh huh. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Is there anything else I can do for you, Miss Laura? No, that was very helpful. Thank you so much. You are so very welcome. And um, I would love it if you would post in the group whenever you sign up for a class or invite someone to coffee or do one of those things uh-huh. just so I can see that you're doing it. 
as a yeah. little accountability piece. Okay, cool. Yeah, I can do that. Because you're going to tell me when you come to office hours, but I would yeah, love to so see it in between as well. Um, okay, cool. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you. You're so welcome. Feel better. Thank you. Hi, Monique. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm, I'm feeling a bit like Laura's feeling. Flunky? Like, flunky. But then again, apparently also the stars are aligned for us. Just, Is well, it? Yes. Before, I, before you got on the phone, I was just talking to Laura and I'm like, everyone around you is super funky right now. Like, are, oh, I'm yeah. having to put in so much effort into like, being myself taken care of and like keeping my energy healthy and all the things and it's it's tough yeah well we do what we can yeah so tell me about that for you what's what's going okay on? so I had a lot of things on my plate in all different ways um and and then also like uh, this month for me is uh, landing page visibility month, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but like all of a sudden, other things come in. Let me open the mm -hmm. window. Sun is setting, so it's a bit difficult. Um, like all of a sudden, where where I live, uh, there's there's a museum in the in the village, which is not art, and they had an art show, an art and crafts show coming up, and we live really, really rurally. And they called it almost the name of, of our community. And I was like, hell, I'm, I'm going to be in there. And if they don't allow me to be in there, I'm going to be on the street. So yeah. Out there, you know, you're not going to exclude me from, from showing my art in my, in my streets, you know? My festival. <laughs> so I got in. I managed to do the really nice way. Another, another um, person who lives in. Here, who's a craftsperson? She also got in, so at least we had each other like to hold on to as well. Like mm, scary, and um, that's not scary for you, is it? Well, it's a bit like we're newcomers. Yeah, I'm not sure if America, England is a bit like that as well. I'm I'm a foreigner in Spain, you know. Yeah. Um, rural place. You've been like looked at really hard. Anyways, and also my art is like, it's very urban. Right. So there was this lady who actually commented on my art, like, why do you always paint beautiful women? Like, can't you do anything else? She said, Can't you do ugly women, please? She actually said, and I, I just came back to her like, so what, what should I paint then? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I told her what's behind it, which is more the emotion, and that also like the portraits are not real women; they're stylized mm -hmm. ideas. Right. So that was interesting to you know get the the. Uh, well, that's a sensitive topic for some people, and that's okay. That's like a, a way that you can have conversations about why you do what you do. And I understand it, like, as we get older, women, we become more invisible in society. And it's a mm -hmm. topic, definitely. Uh, but then telling some other person that they cannot paint it, that's another. There's a whole other topic. So uh, not a lot happened for me. 
during that day, except for a few young people who actually took my business cards, which I think is a really big win because, you know, people come by and look at your stuff and then they go like, mm, 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 and they walk on. Right. If they even want to like take a card, that means that they really like it. And there was a friend of a friend visiting in our community and they came to see this stuff. And she was from San Francisco. And she totally got my art. And she got that like, makes oh. sense to me. Right? And Still she San Franciscan. Yeah. And, and she just felt the vibe of, of what I was meaning to say. And after having that, had that conversation with the old lady, I was like, oh my God, yes, thank you. Thank you so much for understanding my art. And you know, California could be a good market for you, just saying. Yeah, I think so too, with all those bright colors and stuff. And I guess Miami as well. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. So, um, question. Hmm. Because this is one of my biggest uh, sticking points, I guess, for events, festivals, art shows, whatever it is. Hmm. Um, and that is nothing came from it. You said a couple of people took my business cards, but was there anything that you did in order to collect any sort of way to make contact with them afterwards? Like, no, no, not after, but I am thinking of that lady getting the, her uh, contact somehow. Mm -hmm. and like, hey, you know what? I was so happy you seeing so, being so moved by the painting. Let me send you a PDF or a printable version so that you have it. I think that would yeah. be a really good, good move. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so in the future, a mm -hmm. habit, habits, we're on habits today. A habit that I would like you to implement is when you have these conversations at these events, have some way you get to pick that you get access to them. Mm. That might mean, would you like, like specifically saying, I have a newsletter, would you like to be on it? So you have their email information, or it might be, I would really love to stay in contact with you. Are you on Instagram? And like at that moment, exchanging accounts so you know who they are and just having that as a, a place to start following up with people. And I'm not saying that because you had a conversation with them, you need to follow up with them until they buy something. That's not really what I mean. Sometimes it works that way. Mm -hmm. But if you take the time to engage with someone and they're engaging with you and then they go off into the universe and you're just sitting there crossing yeah. your fingers going, man, I really hope something mm. happens with that it feels discouraging yeah as opposed to you having some sort of way to start to create a little bit of momentum around what yeah. happened there yeah does that make sense yeah and in, in the other art fairs i i had a sign up list like mm -hmm. But even more than just having a sign-up list, that's kind of equivalent to 
putting out content and say signing up for my newsletter, which is not a bad thing to do. But if you say, would you love to, or would you like to be on my email list and making that personal invitation? Yeah. You're going to get a lot better response to that. Yeah. So we're just thinking about what's the best way to get for a marketing term, a better conversion rate. I want to get more doors open. I want to get more opportunities. I want to start more threads. And so how can I get more? And one easy way to do that is for you to say those words to someone, as opposed to just having a piece of paper out there, like, look over there, look over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you had also said something about Oh, that was never mind. That was the last, um, the last studio visit. Okay, so what? I interrupted. You were saying about how you were supposed to be doing this visibility month for this landing page, and you got distracted because you had an art fair. One thing I want you to hear in that is that that art fair could have been an opportunity for you to send people to that landing page. It could have if, if the artworks were stretched. So it wasn't, they, they're not stretched. What so do you, you mean? The canvases, they're not on stretchers. So the just, canvases that you have on the landing page? Yeah. But remember, that we're not necessarily looking for them to go straight to that landing page and buy. That's not that's not the thing. And if they did, guess what? You'd get that canvas stretch. It would be okay. Right? That would be the first thing you would do is you go, oh, I need to go stretch this. And then you'd send it out. Right. But why would you send somebody to a landing page of artwork that has not really a lot to do with what I was showing there? That doesn't make sense. They, they, you know, if, if they like my art, then they should go to my, to the rest of the general website. I don't think it's all that different. Oh, yes. It Do is. you disagree? I mean, yes, it is. It's but it's different. not. It's, it's a, it's a different style, but it still looks like you. Hmm. It still has the same meaning and concepts and even subject matter behind it, you just executed the portraits in a little bit of a different way. Yeah. As artists, we tend to get really hung up in like the art school mentality of this is one series and this is another series and this is another series and they're very different from each other. But when you go look at somebody else's art, you're not going to go, well, that's one series and that's one series. And they're completely different from each other, unless they are. But even then, they still have probably the same core concepts behind them. For example, um, when I was doing my bachelor's, I did some like three foot by three foot landscapes with spider webs. I also did some really like atmospheric, 
color kind of looking like clouds with um, different textures glued onto it. And yes, those were very different. And also they were very much the same. They were both very atmospheric. They still had like the same application of brush strokes. They were, uh, you know, they still had lots of lines in them. And if you looked at them side by side, you could say, yeah, the same person did that. Yeah. Even though they were very different. And the reasons why I did them or like the thing that was coming out of me was still very similar. What does Laura say? Oh, look at all these messages. <laughs> I'm retrograde. If I'm a fan of a creator, I want to see all their works, even if they're all done. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying that that was the thing that you had to do was send them to that landing page. What I am saying is that that was the thing that you decided this month was important to you. Mm -hmm. And that was what could become kind of like your tunnel vision. And despite what opportunity or what task came up, the end thing is, and I want to send people to this landing page and see what the response is so I can make the landing page even better. Hmm. I, I see weird things going on with your face. Tell me about those. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not so sure if I think it's so important they go to the landing page. Okay. Uh, because it's it's just tryout, right? It's just to try out how, how it works, um, a landing page like that. Because it's like the first time I do something like that. And it's, mm -hmm. it's serious, uh, you know, I've never done a serious bit difference. So the way I see it is it's about choosing a strategy that you want to implement for a period of time mm -hmm. and giving that the energy and the, the focus, because otherwise we just end up in this very scattered place of, I want to sell art is like this bubble. But from there, you're just like bouncing from place to place to place to place. And so if you want to make, what, what were your words exactly? If you want to make the most out of your artist re residency that you did in July, and you want to start promoting, that's not your words, but you want to start promoting that work and trying to sell that work. Hmm. We have to learn how to promote and sell it. And if we don't, then how are we going to sell it? Mm. This is part of the reason why I have this, this four-month rotation idea, uh, because it gives you a little bit of time to focus in and try some different things even within that. Mm but still create some momentum around it as opposed to the bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Yeah. And I don't think you're doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Let me be very clear about that. Like, I think you're doing a great job. You saw an opportunity. You said, hell, that's mine. I'm taking it. I'm going to go for it. And you showed up and you did a great job. So two thumbs up. Mm -hmm. 
So next Friday, I've got a new opportunity coming up. Um, an old friend has come to visit me in Barcelona City. So uh, he's with a new partner and they want to come and visit also my art studio there. And I'm like, you know, these people, if, if they want to buy something like new energy, new relationship energy, something nice for their house, they probably go for a price range that's easy, you know, mm -hmm. I guess like drawing or something like that. So I want to. So what about this new work? No, I don't have anything that's below 900. And that's. Uh, for the, the residency that you did, it's 900 and up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What do you consider to be an easy price point? I guess up to 150. Okay. So did you just tell me you don't have anything for 150? I do. I do. I do. I do. But not from that residency. So I think yeah. even though it might be going like, yeah, not pushing towards the um, landing page uh, success. I think it's safer to go for like, hey, and these are my latest drawings, check them out. May I make a suggestion? Yeah. You said, I don't want to push hmm. towards something. You also said, I think it makes the most sense. I think it's the safest. Hmm. Um, I think this is what they want. That's a lot of assumptions happening, hmm. right? So instead of deciding what they want before they even get there, why don't you say, I've been working on a lot of different things and I'm really excited about all of them for different reasons. Here's this and here's what it's about. Here's this, that's what that's about. Here's this, that, like however you wanna say, mm -hmm. uh, talking about that collection and just yeah. show them everything. Well, don't assume that they're going to buy. Don't assume that well, they're going to buy low. Don't like try to influence their decision. Show them. They're not. I, I've got two studios. So one is here in the village where I'm sitting. And the other one is Barcelona City. It's not really doable to bring everything to Okay, well, show them what you have around you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have around you right now? Um, well, that one, and the rest is in my storage room. And what does all of that look like? Is it big, small? Like, you don't have to show me exactly, but I'm just, um, like, give me an overview. There's some really big ones, and there's, it's, well, it's my studio, so it's nice, as it's supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. right. So that's a big wow. one. It's yeah. an abstract one. An abstract is something I do a bit in the background, not, uh -huh. not really. Do you know I didn't I'm... know that. They're, there's no, they're nice. And apparently abstracts sell much better than uh, faces. It's got two of those small ones there. Why do you say apparently they sell more than faces? Because that's what I've read on uh, artist platforms. You know, the mm. single art. I don't the... buy it. I, I guess. I mean, they've got their numbers, don't they? Well, I think it's all about the artist. So when I'm looking at, and the collector, when I'm looking at mine, I've got, uh, I'm going to call it a landscape. One, two, 
I've got two abstracts. I've got one, two, two landscapes. And I've got four with faces. Right, so that's a bit of a mix. Yeah, I guess it, it depends on the platform as well. I guess those platforms, people go when they're hunting for something new in their house or something like that. Instead of knowing the artist, they just go for the visuals. They go for what they like the best from that artist. So I've got another client who does portraits and flowers. And those are her two things. And right now she's putting portraits and flowers together. But she sell the flowers are real easy to sell and she usually sells them at a lower price point but she sells just as many portraits as she does flowers okay. so maybe overall in the art world faces sell less than abstracts maybe yeah. but i would be willing to guess there's multiple factors that go into that like faces are harder than abstract well shouldn't say that um but yeah, so. it, it takes it's a different level of talent to do a face and so more people put out abstracts and some people don't want a face and some people do want a face and yeah anyways that's sidetracking yeah. i'm not really showing them yet until i get like a bit of more uh body of work on abstracts uh, stick with the faces for now to be showing Okay, so right now, let's let's reevaluate. Hmm. Because I'm feeling a little bit of pushback on the landing page, and that's okay. We we're only going landing page because you said I want to go landing page. Hmm. Is that is that what you want still? Um, I, I guess I would want to learn. You know, learn what. Yeah. Um, how it could be working. Yeah. yeah. And so in order to learn, we got to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the reason why we don't, and we're like, I want to, but I'm not doing it, is 90 I'm going to go with 90, 95% of the time. It's because we're afraid it's going to fail. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the only way to get over that is to say, it probably will fail. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to not go as well as you wanted it to go. But that's how you gather the data mm -hmm. to make it work better. And then yeah. you try that. And then that does some better level than before and then better and then better and then better but you have to start at I don't like speaking in absolutes most of the time you're going to start at failure hmm. and by recognizing that it's almost very freeing because you're like I know oh, this isn't going to work right. and I'm going to learn how to make it work so I have to go and put it out there and then the more I put it out there, the more I can learn, the faster I can get. And, both, and then you start getting like, well, I do, excited about mm -hmm. the possibility of it failing so you can learn how to make it work. Yeah. So I wrote already a newsletter. Yay. In three languages. <laughs> it's so horrible. It takes so much time. 
it, because it's not just translating. It's like the humor is different in English than in Dutch than in Spanish. So it takes a little bit of time, even though like the template is the same. That sounds very tiring. It is, but on but it's the only way. But I get it. Be engaging because Spanish person won't read English and a Dutch person will read it, but they will go like, well, this is not meant to me. Otherwise, mm -hmm. she would have written it in her own language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. Uh, and I got how many people do you have on each of those lists? On the Dutch one, I've got around 50 people. Okay. On the Spanish one, around 100, but they're not that warm. Like the Dutch people are all warm. And the English one, I'm not 100% sure, but it will be around 100 as well. Okay. Um, I was just curious what the percentages were. Right. And I got three unsubscribed. And I don't know, but this, they always hurt. It's so silly. And the thing is, I even know those three people. I was even like almost on the point of sending one like, hey, are you okay? Like, you should unsubscribe. What's up? You know? You're more than welcome to do that. Hmm. And there's so many reasons for unsubscribes. Like for myself, I had my VA go through my business email and unsubscribe from any subscription hmm. like I don't need subscriptions in my business email yeah. so I've said cancel them all so that's one reason why someone might get an unsubscribe from me and if they took it like really hard I would feel so bad about that but also mean nothing by it yeah um when I've said this before and you've probably heard me say it, but I'm going to say it again. When I get unsubscribed from my newsletter, I'm usually grateful for it because really? my, yes, because yeah. if they don't want to hear from me, they're probably not a match for me. And I probably don't want them on there anyway, because it makes it more of a safe space for me. If mm. they don't like what I'm saying and they choose to go away, then that makes it even more of a beautiful little bubble as opposed to somewhere where I'm like, oh, can I? Which is why I created a couple of emails in my welcome sequence that say things like, here's all the things that I think. And if you don't think them, you should hit unsubscribe. And that's okay. And there will be no hard feelings. And I will love you all the more for it. Yeah because I really want to create a, a, a space where I want to show up and talk to people, not feel like I am business person sending emails to, and should I say that? Mm, I don't, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. Like this person who unsubscribed, he came to my studio in Barcelona a few times. He bought like a scarf back then. Why did he unsubscribe? I'm just not in that space right now. Or maybe he's trying to clear out his inbox. Or maybe, yeah. um, you know, he just... There's a million reasons why people unsubscribe. Yeah. Laura said, unsubscribes used to hurt my feelings until I realized it makes more space for new people who happily read every email. 
That's another good point. It actually, it helps your deliverability. Means more people are going to get that email instead of going spam when mm-hmm. more people read it and more people unsubscribe as opposed to never reading it or never opening it or hitting spam because they don't want to get it anymore. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> my own best friend unsubscribed from my emails. She hates clutter. It wasn't personal. Yeah. yeah but that was a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> I had one client who I love who I have a painting from, who I noticed unsubscribed from my emails. And that one hurt a little bit. Hmm. But I also know that like, I really don't feel like it was a personal thing. Because mm-hmm. we still talk, we still like, have good conversations. That to me says, she just wanted a clearer inbox. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That said, just like my my email subscriptions is not not coming up, going up, you know. What are you doing to make them go up? I've got a pop up, and that's about it. So mostly nothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But okay, so I've got to go in just a second. I got another call, but I wanted to point out. This thing that I realized a a while ago, which was like this mind-blowing, duh moment. I was like, I'm not making any sales. Why aren't I making any sales? Why do I need to make some sales? I wasn't offering anything for sale. I wasn't saying, hey, do you want to buy anything? I wasn't like putting out content that said, hey, buy my thing. Of course, I wasn't making any freaking sales. Hmm. Well, like, if you if they're not hearing subscribe to my, if you're not saying subscribe to my newsletter, hi, where are they going to subscribe to your newsletter? Gonna, like randomly like float out into the internet and stumble across your website and say, I really <laughs> want to sign up for a newsletter. Yeah, yeah. So on your landing page, didn't we create places to put sign up for your newsletter? I have to check out check out if I can like uh like not have the regular pop up popping up there and then making like a few different places as you usually do on your places, like yeah. Put them there. Yeah. Um I'm not sure. Okay, so that's your homework assignment. Two homework assignments. One, get that email sign up on there. Which one? Email sign up on landing page. Right. And then also tell people about your landing page. Right. We got to start getting numbers on it so we can make it better. Oh. Numbers, really? Mm-hmm. Data. <laughs> All right. Remember the failure thing. Our goal is to fail. All right. Goal is to fail. Writing that down. Okay. Goal is to fail. It's in all caps. Okay. 
Hold on, I'm gonna let Christiana and tell her to come back in just a second. Hi, my dear, we're just wrapping up in office hours. Can you give me two minutes and come back? Ms. Christie? Oh, I guess that's a yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, da, 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 da. They might they might just prefer to keep in touch otherwise than email, social media, or one-on-one. -on -one. That's a very good point, which is why we make our orbit list, our ideal art buyer list, our contact list, our leads list, whatever the F you want to call it, because some people don't like email. Yeah. They might yeah. want something else. And if you don't keep in touch with them in some way, they will fall off. So by keeping the people we really care about on that list, we make sure to do that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Like I could have taken that client's unsubscribe as she doesn't like me anymore and never contacted her again. And our relationship like would have ended. Yeah. 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 Okay. So talk a lot about, so this Friday when I meet my friend, I will talk a lot about the art that I made there in the, in the art business. And to say, would you do me a favor and check out this landing page and tell me what you think about it? That's a good like, one because it's the designer as well. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. I could use some feedback. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got to get going before she comes back and then I have to tell her to leave again. That would suck. <laughs> totally. Okay. Thank Any you. questions you have, put them in Slack. Yes? Yes. Hi, Laura. Bye. Bye.